You know, it was a it was supposed to be a dream vacation and it ended up turning into an absolute nightmare for a Vancouver woman whose face became a punching bag for a Toronto boxer who turned on her and her friend after they told him leave us alone. They were just trying to have fun in a nightclub in Playa del Carmen. And that boxer, Peter Nowischek, who's a pro and he was training in Mexico, is now sitting in a Mexican jail where he's been since charged with attempt murder with femicide for the alleged attack. Um, and the, the attack, I should mention, involved two women because they were both attacked. Uh, they were both knocked out. And it was 27-year-old Jamie Coots who ended up suffering the most damage. Not only was she knocked out cold for five minutes, but this boxer left her face shattered. Her nose and eye socket broken so badly, the Mexican doctors didn't even want to touch it. And you might recall last week we talked to Jamie's friend, uh, Genevieve, just before they boarded the flight home, getting her home to a surgeon. Well, now Jamie herself is able to join us. Jamie Coots here on the radio with us. Good to have you. Thank you so much for having me. How are you feeling? Um, you know, I know you've been through a lot. You, you get home on Canadian soil, which I can only imagine that must, must have been just a flight from hell. But you, you kind of came off that plane. You got to go into surgery and see doctors and, and a number of procedures are done. You've had a surgery where they put several plates into your nose and your eye to kind of keep your face from collapsing. But ha- bring us up to speed with how you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, Currently in this moment, I'm feeling fairly optimistic. So um, when I, I'm so thankful to be in Canada, but when I landed off the plane, we went directly to the hospital. Um, We spent about nine hours there just kind of preparing and looking at what they needed to do for surgery. Uh, A couple days Mm. later, so Monday, I went straight into surgery. It was um, two and a half hours long. They went in through the top of my mouth between my lip and my gums. They put a plate in there. They um, went in my lower eyelid and put a plate there. And then there's actually another incision below that as well. I'm not sure if they put a third plate there or if they just needed an access point there. But So I have uh, two sets of stitches below my eyes. And then they actually put a metal plate in my nose as well just to hold it together. So... Um, at this moment, all the structural is done on my face, but mm-hmm. the doctor updated me today and said in about six months, I'll probably want a cosmetic nose surgery. What was their reaction? I mean, I know that, you know, seeing the x-rays and, and really for our listeners, I mean, you have to see the initial x-rays that were taken in Mexico after um, the attack uh, to see just the 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 amount of damage done to your eye socket and to your nose, it's just shocking. But what was the reaction of of your doctors in Canada when they saw the damage? You know, I'm so thankful to be back in Canada because the amount of professionalism and just how safe I felt to be in the hands of the surgeon that I mm-hmm. got, as well as the nurses, was unbelievable. Um, but the way that um, that my face actually shattered. It was kind of a coping mechanism. The um, doctor let me know that because I was hit so hard in my eye, the way that it actually breaks underneath um, was it's kind of like an airbag system. It, they, it did that to save me, um, save my mm. eye from from damage. And so now that my my bones had broken like that. They just needed to repair it. And of course I did have a little bit of internal bleeding and stuff happening in there. And because of the way 
that my eye socket broke, it was able to drain out naturally without actually doing any damage to me. Boy, oh boy. I mean, it's just, it's staggering what you have been through, given it was just supposed to be kind of a get out of COVID, get some energy back in your life, have a good time, and, and it turns yeah, into this yeah. nightmare. When you when you look back to that night, Jamie, and, and the aftermath, now that you're at home, I mean, what goes through your head? It, it still doesn't feel real. Of course, I'm still suffering from, like, um, a quite intense uh, concussion right now. So my, mm-hmm. I'm, my brain's working a little bit slower than it normally is. Um, but mm-hmm. I think it's been 11 days now, and it, it actually just feels like it's been four days. You know, it's just there's so much that's happened. Um, but I'm just so thankful to be at home and have my family and, and to have had Jenna the entire time I was away. Yeah. Just, I don't know what I would have done without her. Yeah, I mean, she got knocked out too and she got hit and she kind of stayed by your side and the, the she, two of you together in the yeah. aftermath got got through this. Yeah, she had a stitch in the back of her head, quite a big gash. Her jaw was swollen almost shut. She couldn't eat. She's as concussed Jeez. as I am. Um, and she did everything for me. She went to the 7-Eleven to get waters and food and Gatorade when we needed it. She kept up to date, um, updating my family. She was on my phone 24-7. She got me ice when I needed it. She did absolutely everything for me when I needed it, even though she was in obviously excruciating pain herself. The man in this uh, particular case has now been charged. Uh, he is sitting uh, where he should, which is in a Mexican prison. Um, does that give you comfort? Because there's still quite a procedure that you're going to have to go through in making sure that there is justice, whether that's going to Mexico to yeah. be part of the, the trial, whatever. I and mean, there's still a long road, not just in recovering from the physical and the emotional pain, but, you know, making sure that, that this guy is held to account. Yeah. There, there is a lot that I'm going to have to be doing in the next uh, little bit here, and I'm not even sure of everything I need to be doing. Um, but it is, it's going to be definitely a long road ahead of me. I don't know. It's just because there's so many legalities in regards to him being charged there and if he's going to be coming back here and all that stuff. So I really don't know what the future holds. Um but I think it's complicated. No question about it. I think we need him here in Canada. (laughs) Well, no question about it. I mean, he'll he'll be spending some time in, in China, um, in Mexico for some time. I'm sure he'll get back here. Has anybody around him uh, from his fighting organization, from his family, has anyone reached out to you? Not that I know of because I wasn't on my phone and it was Genevieve um, keeping up to date up until I guess about, I guess yesterday I really was able to start looking at my phone again. Um, I haven't gone back in messages, and I know she was just trying to get through what was important, but not that I know of. She didn't let me know that anybody had reached out. What is the um, hardest part of this been for? I mean, God, I don't even know what the laundry list, uh, the pain, the, the fear, um, the, the aftermath, the physical damage to you, the emotional trauma. What is the hardest part of this journey for you? Uh, looking back, the hardest part was... Mm-hmm. When I was sitting on the plane and and thinking that they were going to kick me off and not let me come home, there was just an enormous amount of emotions running through my head and, and thoughts that I wasn't sure how to cope with. 
Um, now that I'm back and I'm in recovery and I'm surrounded by so many loving people and, and I know that I'm safe, I think, of course, the physical pain is it's bearable with tramadol and ice. It's there. But I think watching mm-hmm. my family and my friends and, and um, past traumas that have come up for my friends, it, it really it has been triggering a lot of people. And I think that's the hardest for me to watch. Yeah. I mean, I know this is not your first time that you have been followed or harassed, um, so you have to deal with that. But you have, obviously, a lot of people who very much care about you because you did set, uh, um, Genevieve, Genevieve or your sister had set up this GoFundMe. I mean, it's raised tens of thousands of dollars, but, you know, you've got surgeries that you have to do. It's not like it's just, yeah. oh, well, I want a better nose or I want cheekbones or whatever. Th- this is structural um, you know, repairs that you have to get done to your face. And and I don't know if that's one surgery or two surgeries. It may turn out to be a few, but you have a lot of people yeah. who care. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so, I definitely acknowledge that and I'm so appreciative of it. I um, originally, when Saturn Rose had set up the GoFundMe, it, it didn't even cross mm-hmm. my mind. That was the last thing that I was thinking about. And now looking at it I don't know how I otherwise would have been able to get by between the cost in Mexico uh, the surgery costs that I may have here in the future um, obviously cosmetic um, rent I'm not going to be able to I'm an eyelash extension technician and I'm not going to be able to be doing that for quite a few months now so I mean like without wow. and of course lawyer, lawyer costs too but without mm-hmm. that being set up I think I i wouldn't be able to keep my my current apartment so I'm beyond that I have so much gratitude um for every person that even just shared it and sent a loving message um everything helped so much I mean I take it when you bought this trip with your friends like how do you even imagine something like this happening it's the last thing I thought of I mean like it was so unexpected um yeah, it was just so unexpected. It's not something that even crossed my mind. The trip itself was so spur of the moment um, that both Genevieve and I didn't even think about travel insurance. It was a couple-day trip, and I can't believe mm. it. Um, it didn't cross my mind, but I'm positive I will always... It didn't cross your mind that a boxing champion would uh, shatter your face? <laughs> I mean, who'd have thunk it? From Canada, nonetheless. Right? Well, look, yeah. Jamie, we are... Um, we're very thankful that you were able to talk with us today. I know you've been through quite an ordeal, but we wanted to update your situation and your story. And, uh, and I very much appreciate you chatting with us. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. That's Jamie Coots, who is on the mend here joining us. And uh, the GoFundMe is still coming uh, in with money and donations because of the surgery she'll have to go through and obviously legal fees and that. It's at GoFundMe Emergency Surgery After Assault in Mexico and you can see some of the pictures and the damage uh, she suffered. But boy, oh boy, what a long journey this young woman has. And certainly will follow the legal process, which very much is a local story here.